thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, bringing next generation health, wellness, inspiration and empowerment to the youth of today. A spectacular collaboration between the Sunshine Coast Council and spirithive.org. Hi, I'm Nicola Dickman. Hi, I'm Erica Clare. And I'm Toby Vanden Bogart. Welcome back to another episode. The spotlight today is on our very own Erica Clare. So Erica, tell us all about yourself. Seriously, tell us everything. Wow, okay. <laughs> where, where do you even want to start? Gosh. Start the from beginning. the top, girl. Start from the top. So, <laughs> I was born. Oh, it was oh. a different experience. No, I'm joking. A blessing <laughs> to this earth, might I say. Aw, <laughs> Um, so I grew up on the sunny coast with my younger sister and my parents. Um, I had an amazing childhood. I had great friends and I was very active and very outdoorsy. Um, I was very blessed in my childhood. I um, really got to experience a lot. Like we had lots of different pets and I had... Like, I had the opportunity to ride horses for six years and own my very own two horses. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was also very entrepreneurial, so I actually started creating, like, random as businesses and <laughs> following through with them for a little and then ditching <laughs> so the plans, of course. Cute. So I had a really great childhood and schooling, really. I yeah. can't really fault that. I also really enjoyed high school as well. I was actually a great achiever and I guess a lot of the time I was called the quiet achiever by my teachers. But Mm -hmm. things really started to take a change when I was 16 years. Um, I developed a lot of different hormone issues and was on lots of different contraception and Aracutane for my skin. Wow. Yeah, so that was... (laughs) That was, over the years, it was something that really um, controlled a lot of how I felt about the way I looked on the outside, and unfortunately, it was pretty bad. Yeah, totally. So, what was Roaccutane like for you? Um, How long were you on that? Do you think it helped at all? Um, Yeah, so it definitely cleared, you know, it definitely clears your skin. Yeah. And but I was on it for over a year, which is longer mm. than the period you're meant to be on it for. Right. And I was on quite a high dosage, so and I was experience like experiencing the depression symptoms and hair loss as well as yep. like major mood swings and mixing this with different contraceptions, like oh, yep. it was a wild ride. <laughs> so I bet, totally. Yeah. Um and completely throughout I guess you could put this on about a three-year scale. I was also eating at my healthiest and obsessed with lifting weights at the gym. However, even though I was, um, however, even though I was um, just completely what you would recommend for someone to get healthy, I was actually gaining weight and I couldn't lose weight. Right, so you were doing all the right things Yeah, you couldn't lose weight. Yeah, so I had actually even seen um, two nutritionists and a naturopath and I couldn't lose weight. And, oh, like, wow. I even got to the point where I was just devastated. I was at the doctor's and I just sat there and I was like, I can't lose weight. Totally. And she just looked at me and she's like, you don't need to lose weight. 
Mm. And I just wanted to ball my eyes out. Totally. Yeah, I just, the last thing I wanted to do was be sitting in that seat. So, yep. It was really hard. And there was just so many days I woke up just thinking I was fat and I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to see anyone. Like, I had skin issues. I had my weight and everything I seemed to be trying just wasn't working for me and it really got to that point where I was like you know what maybe this is just how I'm meant to be I'm just I'm just meant to be fat and that's okay yep so you nearly gave up yeah I just got to the point where that that's this is just me wow this is just what I look like I'm just meant to be fat so how much weight did you put on so I was um 10 kilos heavier like over 10 kilos heavier than what how I began Wow, and that would have been hard too because that was when you were about 16, hey? So body issues, it's already huge at that age. Yeah, so it was um, really over a few years' time, so I would have been anywhere around 17, Yeah, I guess. Um, Did you ever – do you know why you were putting on that weight? And can you tell us sort of how you fixed that? Because you look amazing now, so what were the steps that you took? Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I really – basically got the good idea down to it was my metabolism being in flight or fright yeah right where it was just holding on to everything it could and it was not going to budge because it didn't like my eating was sporadic and yep. um went from complete yo-yo dieting a lot yep and really i did it all on my own so i'm super proud of this actually i stopped or decreased my gym and I started eating more and the weight just started to just shred off. Wow. That's yeah. just so, a complete twist. I know. It's yeah, funny, I hey, know. Everyone else is just a complete twist. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy and it was um, actually really enjoyable, obviously, taking yeah. like taking that break was pretty hard, but then, you know, to you saw sit. results at least. Yeah, and to just kind of be like, you know what, I did it on my own. Mm-hmm. Was pretty awesome. So yeah. So what is the flight or fight? Um, for those listening, you know, some people might not know. So it's your your body's in the parasympathetic system, your nervous system. Yeah, is that correct. Yeah, and so yeah. you're you're running. You're running on what too much adrenaline, and is that why your body was so hyped up and thinking it was uh, having to run away from danger? So it was storing that fat on your body. Yeah, it was really. Um, it happens a lot when people do yo-yo diet because yeah. your body just gets to that point where it's like, you know what? I don't know if I'm because when you're not consistently nourishing your body, it's just like I don't know when I'm going to get food next. I'm going to hold on to everything I can because there might be a period of time where I just don't get food for a while. Yeah. So, and stress as well is a massive cause Mm because, yeah, obviously with my hormones being imbalanced and then my body being in fly or fright, I was also having um, relationship issues throughout this time. Wow, as well as all of this going on. Yeah, so I was in my first serious relationship of... Um, had been together for like over three years and throughout that time it was absolutely amazing but of course like any relationship it was up and down but it was quite toxic 
So what made your relationship so toxic? Um, so basically a good way to put this would be that saying your family would always tell you and I guess what your teachers would always tell you is just treat others how you want to be treated. And right. that is just purely not what was happening. We were both quite maturely different and both growing and definitely helping each other grow throughout the relationship. But there was a lot of um, toxic behaviours yep. and patterns and we got into a fairly toxic cycle right. of yeah repetitive issues. Yep. Yeah, right. So... Do you think, you know, you've grown from that experience? How do you think it's sort of, you know, made you a better person? Oh, absolutely. Like beyond growth from what I could ever imagine it to be possible. Yeah. Um, I've learned so much about communication and personalities, especially like within the yep. relationship. Picking yep. up on red flags is a <laughs> good one. And also learning a lot about myself and my you know standing up for myself my standards and yep. understanding a lot about what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not comfortable with and what mm. I am capable of doing and you know learning a lot about forgiveness and forgiveness of behavior and yeah right yeah so looking back on this relationship what would you do better in your next one or differently yeah yeah um, a lot. <laughs> That's a good way to put that. Um, yeah, quite a lot. I would make sure that, you know, also going into it now, I was 15 when I started this relationship. Yeah. I really didn't, I was quite naive to a lot of things. And going into my next one, I'll definitely make it clear on, you know, what you give is what you expect in return and that should always be the same between each individual mm. and definitely putting an emphasis on you being you, me being me, and then together we just complement each other rather yeah. than manipulate the other person. Yeah, and try and force your beliefs or yeah. onto the other person. Yeah, yeah. and um, controlling a lot about their own behaviours and things mm. they enjoy and trying to you know, mm. stop or limit that or make them feel bad for that because it's quite disgusting. Totally. And, I mean, yeah. especially in those years of your life, it's such a time for growth and experiment and it's really hard to have someone who's, like, you know, weighing you down or, or controlling or, you know, kind of watching your every move. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely not easy and especially when a lot of people at that same age didn't quite understand. Yeah what it was really like yeah and especially from an outside perspective no one will really quite understand mm. what the relationship is like and that's you know that's okay but for others who may be going through it please always remember that others are going through same or similar issues and yeah just speak up and ask yep. someone, is this okay? Is this normal? What should I do? Yeah, totally. It's just something I really wish that I listened to a lot of my friends mm. or my family and told them more about what I was going through. Yeah. So what about for other teenagers maybe in relationships at the moment or maybe they're in toxic relationships? What would be some advice to them? Um, first off would be acknowledging 
that you're in that situation yeah acknowledging what you are okay and what is not okay and seeking help Mm. from someone and really speaking up about it totally yeah yeah also like in your relationship was what everyone said like what you were thinking or was it like what they thought was socially correct but were you thinking like an entirely different thing and you were trying to make it work um yeah, trying to make it work yeah. is a good way to put it. I was making a lot of excuses for the other person's behavior yeah. and in a lot of denial and I basically lost myself Yeah, and I, yeah, I did lose myself and didn't listen to what other people were saying and then I only really realized that when my friend was in like – my really close friend was in a same similar relationship and I was giving her all the advice my friends were giving me back in the day and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I just felt so sorry for everyone I basically ignored. Yeah. Because, you know, you love the person, you do anything for them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you don't see it at the time, but it's it's good that you've sort of come through mm. the other side now. Yeah. And you're a better person for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was... Um, definitely something I'm always very so always grateful for yeah so how about you know tell us a bit more about yourself so you're 19 um you're in your prime (laughs) so what are you thinking where would you like to sort of take this from here um are you hoping this podcast will lead to some opportunities or um really I am just going where the life is taking me I absolutely love creating content I love putting it out there I'm absolutely so blessed and so grateful to have this opportunity yeah I would I don't even know where I'd be in a few years time if I didn't have this but now that I have this I'm really hoping that I can continue to create content and obviously make a living off of it yeah that would be the dream i remember you um saying in the intro that you were sort of like the school therapist and that was your that's yeah great and it's something i have always been so passionate about so would you like consider that as like a career or sort of not anything too formal um, I don't I wouldn't like it in such a formal sense. I would love it more so in a way where I can be collaborating with other people mm. as well and you know even creating just a little community where mm. you know everyone is themselves and it's not such a clinical base. Yeah. Totally. Mm. That's so interesting. Also, I have another question. Um you were sort of talking about your skin issues, but it was hormonal issues. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? I feel like so many girls struggle with hormonal issues. Like, what have you done? Do you feel like you're getting on top of it? No. That's a big no. <laughs> um, that is still something I am getting to the yeah. bottom of. So I'm seeing, like, a kinesiologist yeah. for a lot of my healing and mm. um. And, like, also other issues such as my hormonal issues as well. Yeah. It's, first off, a lot of food. Yeah. But, you know, that's always a real good obvious one. And then dietary changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And your emotions as well. Yeah. Wait, so hold up. 
I'm pretty sure I remember in the intro you were saying stuff that you were experiencing like depression like symptoms or or PTSD even like that's intense can you tell us more about that yeah um (laughs) yeah absolutely so that's fun um that's fun yeah (laughs) it I don't even know where to start it is just something that like the PTSD was a gradual build up yeah um for people that aren't very aware of what it is please do your research because I actually didn't understand that I was experiencing right PTSD symptoms until after like to the very very end of the relationship it was right quite like oh my god that explains everything right so what what were those symptoms for you like how how did that affect your life oh it was it was really hard there was um you know, triggers that would release, like, lots of emotions, a lot of anxiety, a mm. lot of depression. There was, you know, the flashbacks, the nightmares, the totally. things that – the thoughts you really can't control and you just wish would stop, but they don't yeah. stop. Right. And it's just, like, you don't know what to do and then you feel horrible but you can't control it and then you can't – you don't want to – you know, bring that on to the other person, but it's yeah. really dictating a lot about yourself and it's just really is not fun. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like how long did that sort of go for and, and when did you sort of find relief from that? Um, it's something that I can't really define the beginning because I don't really – I didn't realise mm. what it was or that there was something that – it was related to like my experience were actually related to something and I didn't understand that and it isn't something that I have fully healed from but I am seeing my kinesiologist to heal a lot of my um a lot of those symptoms and a lot of the depression as well it's a good place to start anyways yeah I couldn't thank her more she is absolutely amazing and kinesiology for anyone who isn't so keen on a psychologist or yeah. um, just likes a different way of therapy and different mm-hmm. way of healing, I would highly recommend looking into it. So can you tell us a little bit about kinesiology? I can't say I know much about it. No. Um, it's amazing. I can't explain it. It's yeah. just like my basic way of explaining it is she holds my hand and then knows everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess it's sort of like the energy healing I was talking about because that's yeah. like the lady I went to, you didn't have to tell her. You mm. telling her what you were going through yeah. was more for your benefit. She already knew. Like, yeah. She could pick it up straight away. Yeah, that's really it. And she's mm. going to hate me for explaining it that way. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was absolutely just like where – she is getting in tune with your subconscious and yep. your body where, you know, she actually knows what to do but yeah, and what to release and she brings up different events or emotions and releases it and clears it. Mm, and helps in, you heal that. There's thousands of techniques that they do use to clear yeah. those energies. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when you had, like, all this build-up of emotion and it all came out, do you know how it felt when it all came out and, like, how it was? How did you cope? Um, I really didn't think I would cope. No? <laughs> Is, yeah, I I didn't know 
how I was going to get through it. There was multiple times where I was at a really dark place and I just didn't think I was worthy of anything. Yeah, I didn't know where my life was going. I didn't know how to just stop Mm. everything. You Mm. just want everything to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, yeah, it's just... So hard to explain. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Well, how did you sort of get past that? Like, how have you made it through to the other side or, or on your healing journey? Yeah. Um, I actually was recommended the law of attraction mm. by a good friend of mine. And I gave it a go and I looked into it. And that has absolutely changed my life. So that it's cool. just flipped everything for me because it offers a new perspective totally so many different things did you Um, find like a book on the law of attraction or did you sort of just like google it um so i did actually just start off with googling well putting it on youtube yeah right and basically in simple terms the law of attraction just says that you attract in life whatever you think and believe yeah so negative energies and outlook within you create a negative reality so the way I learnt more about the law of attraction I was watching a lot of YouTube videos like Leo Alexandra and Emma Mumford are really awesome YouTubers but also reading a lot of different books as well there are so many out there it is such a massive thing and you wouldn't even believe how many celebrities you know believe in the law of attraction yeah totally it's it's so Mm. powerful it's such a powerful tool to have yeah it is it just offers a new perception and just something you can really trust in when you Mm. give it a go and I think it allows you to embody the power that you have within you you know it helps you realize that you have the power to create your reality you know you don't have to just sit back and let all this horrible stuff happen yeah absolutely it is completely like that and when you do um give room for that belief and Mm. you do you know put aside the thought that you know what things can be better and you make room for that happiness that happiness Mm. will fill that hole yeah you just gotta give it a go yes how did you like get out of that dark place you were in and because I know, like, a lot of people will find it hard to sort of push, like, all this negative emotion to one side and, like, find room for it. But Yeah. yeah. Um, so I basically started implementing um, the law of attraction yeah. while I was learning through it. And actually educating myself really changed the game for me. And I started being really conscious on what I was consuming within my body and my mind. Yeah, right. So that is everything from what you look out on Instagram, the people Mm. around you, the toxic behaviours, acknowledging that and then, you know, being like, how does this affect me? Mm. And then cutting the negative things out and bringing more, the like, basically to sum it up, like the more negative energies I yep. cut out of my life yeah the more positive ones filled those holes so totally yeah I think with social media as well like being such a huge thing today 
is people are bombarded with information and we really need to be careful what we're tuning into. Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't even realise how long you just sit there mindlessly scrolling through stuff that you don't even get any value from. Or it's like, you know, horrible videos of like crime or fighting Mm. or like some sort of brutality and people are like consuming themselves in that instead of like following people who they think are inspirational or or, like have a purpose. You know, something that really, you know, uplifts your day rather than like, I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the radio. If I'm driving to work, I'll be listening to a podcast because, you know, they just talk shit on the radio. That's it. Or just crank some sick tunes that make you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's my other one. That's what we were doing exactly before this podcast started. Yeah, hyphen ourselves up. (laughs) Is that another thing that's helped you then, music? Yeah, um, definitely finding my passions and Mm. finding things that I enjoy and make me happy, whether it is momentarily like some good old Vine videos are amazing, (laughs) by the way, just throwing it out there or just um, (laughs) like going outside is incredible, Mm. you know, really things that do uplift your spirits because it is all about balance you really need to feel those emotions but then don't dwell in them because you're not gonna get anywhere you don't get any benefit out of dwelling in my life sucks totally i'm not going anywhere from here because i promise you if you're thinking that that's exactly what's going to be happening totally yeah if you believe it doesn't get better i promise you it won't yeah exactly (laughs) And it's harsh, but that's the harsh reality of the yeah. world, man. Like, like, I know, like, just you can feel so, like you can have your little petty party yep. for a little bit and then feel that pain. Get up, yep. do your little dance and move forward. <laughs> Dust yourself off and keep yeah. on going. <laughs> yep, totally. Is there anything else that, you know, helped you that could help some others in your situation? Um, There's honestly just so so much but definitely changing your mindset is absolutely the biggest thing and filling your mind and body with positive Mm -hmm. like affirmations foods people yeah having that support and talking to people Mm. really helped me because i'm such a talker to release my um (laughs) to just release so much of what i'm holding within me and not suppressing Mm those feelings but feeling them and moving through it Mm. so before all of your relationships and all the negative emotions obviously you were quite happy are you trying to implement any of those things in the past that made you happy in your future and where is that taking you yeah um so I used like I was into so many sports and I was extremely outdoorsy and and very creative as well as in drawing and stuff. And I have actually noticed myself um, putting that energy, like I'll draw occasionally um, throughout the days and I'll definitely get outside more and just start doing more activities. But I don't really do sports, mm. I guess, as much because I do have so much of my time is taken up. Yeah. It's quite hard to you know, commit to anything like that, but... When I get the chance, I'll try and make it outside or... Yeah, just get the fresh air. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's so nice, especially when you live so close to the beach. Like, you can't not. (laughs) Yeah, that's it, hey. Oh. What a great story. 
Well, thank you so much, Erica. For no, thank you, everything. guys. My little rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, our listeners will have a lot of good points to take away, and I know there's a lot of people out there that do feel the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where it is important to always reach out to, you know, us or family or loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, always, always, always. <laughs> You're not alone. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Erica. Loved your story. Loved what you've got to offer. And tune in next week where we will talk about all of the self-love and care that you can do for yourself and stuff that will just make you feel a lot happier and lift those vibes up. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. Love and blessings. Thank you, guys. Happy vibing. Until next time, everybody. Don't count the days, but make the days count. You've been listening to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation in wellness. To follow our podcasters, head on over to allthews.facebook.com forward slash speak up engage. You can also go to allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash speak up engage. To find out more about the Sunshine Coast Council, go to allthews.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. And to find out more about Spirit Hive and how Spirit Hive is bringing empowerment and inspiration to the youth and the communities local to you, go to spirithive.org. We're going to see you here same time next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.